Thank you. You can go ahead and have a seat. Appreciate it. How you doing today? I'm straight. Hi, mister. Yo, chill, chill. Chill with the government names. Don't, don't, don't be saying my government like that. They always watch you. Don't be saying my government. Just call me Ijack. Alright, Mr. Ijack. How are you today? I just want to know how you're doing today. Can you express that to me? No, man. Nigga straight, man. You know, I got into a little trouble, so they, they told me I can either go do some time or I can come here and talk to you for, you know, like an hour or so and get the fuck home. So, you know what I chose? I chose to talk to you. As far as how I'm doing, I mean, I'd rather be doing something else. I could be getting some subscriptions right now, you know, but a nigga ain't tripping, man. It's better than doing that time, you feel me? Okay, That's but... I'm doing. Okay, okay, uh, but very good, Mr. Ijack. Not exactly what I was looking for. I was hoping you would express yourself a little bit more. But, uh, don't, don't worry. That won't be a problem for much longer. Yo, man, what you talking about, man? Just take a deep breath and relax. What you mean, relax? Relax. Fuck, you telling me relax. to relax? Now, do I have your attention? Good. Now, Mr. Ijack, can you tell me a little bit about your childhood? How did you grow up? How did you see the world as a child? I, I don't like this dry snitching shit, but first of all, I was made in day. Although growing up, I only had my brothers. My parents were in my life for about mm, a day. Two days after I was born, our parents dropped us off in a hotel and took off to travel the world. It's kind of crazy because they left us in the care of our oldest brother, Istak, but he was only seven at the time. From what I've been told, they've been sending money ever since that day to try to keep us afloat. But as far as the physical, I never even had that opportunity. Hmm, that's very interesting. Oh no, please continue. Don't let me stop you. Being the youngest in the family, I never really had a voice or an opinion when it came to anything. So, basically, I just stood around and watched my brothers out there. I absorbed everything that happened around me and let that be my water and my roots. But they were all I had, so you know, I looked up to them. Unfortunately, I didn't have that business savvy that iStack possessed. I can't take a dollar and turn it into a thousand dollars in a day. You know, I, I lack that skill. I didn't have eyebrows charisma. Meaning I can't just walk into a place and feel like I own it. And I didn't pay for shit. <laughs> but you know, I, I always envy them for them for that. You know, they, they always had their own personality. I always felt like uh which is the outcast. Hmm, very, very, very interesting. Let me just take some notes here. Unfortunately, Mr. Uh, Istack, uh, sorry, it's not Istack, it's, it's iRob, isn't it? No, no, that's right, you're Ijack, there we go. Unfortunately, Mr. Ijack, um, your time is slowly running out, so I'm gonna need you to make sure that you come back with your brothers next time. That way they can enlighten me on your background and I can get a better visual of you so I can see how I can use you. Use me, man? What you talking about, man? This shit's all hazy and shit. Where the fuck am I, Looks man? like you've 
come back to us. Mr. Ajak, I've been talking to you for a while. It looks like you, you blacked out there a little bit. I don't know what happened. You just stopped talking and you closed your eyes. So, for real, man? For real? I just waited here and waited for you to wake up. Shit, man, for real? Well, shit, thank you, man. I don't know what the fuck happened. Man. Yeah, sir. It, it was really like weird. You. you just you just passed out out of nowhere. You sure I ain't say nothing? But it, it, it's always, it's my pleasure to help you, sir. Yeah, but still, thank you, though. No, you don't have to thank me. Like always, it's all part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Wait, what? Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Welcome to another episode of the Good Day Podcast. Hashtag Good Friday. That's our new days. So please stay tuned. I know we used to drop it on the Wednesdays. I still might drop two a week, but we went back to our Friday. You know what I'm saying? Because I just like the sound of Good Friday. You like that? Hell yeah. Is that a good day? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right. This your boy Zen Folk, as you know. Chief in the building. Like you never left. Like I never left. And first off, before any segment, I would just love to give my condolences. Um, we have to appreciate the the fallen soldiers, the ones who impact the culture so much. And you know what I'm saying? It, would, it wouldn't be a good day without people like this who were the front runners and did things to, you know what I'm saying, to impact a lot of people. Uh, my condolences go out to Dick Gregory. Uh, as you know, he was a comedian, actor, and he was an activist as well. Uh, very influential individual. Heather Hires, that's the young lady who got hit by the car during the, the freaking racist ass uh, protest. So RIP to her. Uh, we, who was the other guy you told me about? Uh, Adam West. Oh, what did he do? Well, he was, I uh, believe he was the original Batman. And uh, he's also the mayor and family guy. So if you ever hear the, mayor's, the mayor's voice and family guy, that was him. Damn. Yeah, he, he was really influential as far as comedy. He had a very long career, obviously. He, he was an older gentleman. So I hope you rest in peace. I was a big fan. Also, John Hurd, I believe he was a comedian and actor as well. Um, uh, also, the Barcelona victims, uh, R.I.P. Uh, the Dead Deadpool stunt woman. You heard about that, right? I did. That's crazy, man. That's tragic. You're trying to do your job and you try to do it with the utmost professionalism, and then you end up dying on the job or whatnot. That's ridiculous, yo. Yeah, I pr I pray for her family as well. Just you know, to be going through that, you know. Thinking you go, you gonna get a nice check and you end up dying on the scene. It's it's too much, man. All right, man. Uh, let's just give it a moment silence before we start this podcast. Remember, people, to always appreciate who you have around you, and hug them, love them, kiss them, and all that stuff. So let's just get a moment of silence because we have to start that off before we did anything. Well, all right. Let's start off with our first segment here. We are now entering the good, good segment of the podcast. Where we share uncommon facts about your favorite celebrities and historic events. Here you'll be informed about the things the average person may not know. And with that knowledge, do as you please. 
Well, all right, all right. Y'all like that, huh? Anyways, Chief, I have a segment I wanted to talk about today. Uh, if you're unfamiliar, I already said it in this damn intro of this damn segment. Um, so, there was this Biggie freestyle that came out. Legendary. Long time ago. And, you know, I'm going to just make you guys hear it, but... It's relevant because I didn't know there was actual story behind this freestyle. So I'm going to make you guys hear it first and then I will comment comment on it after. Here we go. Dude, jump out them clothes too. We can go on and on like ever goodbye do. Uh-huh. Or we could get freaky in the Lex 450. Uh-huh. Why do lick me? I'm doing 60 quickly. Females are black tails down there. Hustle up. Want to cuddle up? You shy? I'm your comforter. I know you're loving, huh? I make you feel right if it's real tight. Uh-huh. Wrong hole, uh-huh. right? I make your mouthpiece obese like Della Reese. Uh-huh. When I release, you lose teeth like little C's. Uh-huh. Player, please. Blood floods your dungarees. And that's just the half. For my warp half Laugh now Cry later I rhyme greater Than the average player hater And spectators Buy my CD twice They see me in the streets They be like Yo he nice But that's on the low though Be them cats with no dough Try to play me at my show I pull out four foes And go up in their clothes Short chain Snort cane Abortion came quicker Bought the reins, nigga It still tickled me I used to be as strong as Ripple B To little C's cripple me Now I play hard like my girl's nipples be Anyways, uh, as you heard He said, I used to be as strong as Ripple B To little C's cripple me Or or my or my favorite part I make your mouthpiece obese like Della Reese When I release, you lose teeth like little C's So then, I didn't know Until after listening to a podcast Where they was interviewing uh, Lil C's inside uh, the drink champs at that that this is actually a true story this was a car accident uh, Lil C's was driving at 16 Lil C's happens to be the first rapper rapping on that uh, freestyle as well I forgot to mention that as well right so he's right there and then he's just said he had to accept it but I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let you listen to a clip of this interview uh, so he can explain the story and then with that and then well, we'll talk about it. Biggie rap till Lil C's crippled me. Talk about the car accident you were involved with when that line was based on. <laughs> Glad I was uh, safe. <laughs> we, uh, you know, so, uh, I never told people this, but the day before that, we got arrested. The day before that, downtown Brooklyn. Found some uh, police ran up on us, found some, uh, some bud in the car, locked us up. We was out like in an hour or two, which is nothing but the blunt. But when they gave us back uh, a Lexus truck, the truck wouldn't start. And uh, we wound up having to get up the next morning and go get a loaner's car from the Lexus dealer. And they gave us this uh, Lumina van. And uh, I was like, yo, what the fuck? Where the Lexus at? You know what I mean? Big was like, nah, fuck that. We're going to take this car and ride low-key for a while until they fix the truck. But it was like the, the brakes was fucked up on the truck. Before we even got out the dealership, I ran into the, the dealer that got us the car. And I was like, yo, Big, man, I'm going to drive this shit. He was like, fuck it, son, just drive. We're just going to ride low-key for a while and leave it. And like five minutes, we was getting on the uh, we was getting on the highway. And we just paid the toll, and I was getting on the uh, ninety five, uh, getting on the turnpike going north. And we were turning around the corner, the shit just sped out of control. And we went, on the, we went, we crossed the other side of the road and hit the rail. And that's how he fucked up his leg. And that's how I fucked up my joint. That's why I wanted him getting these fronts because of that shit. And when Big rapped that, when he said that line, how did you react to it? I just had to laugh at it, man. You know what I mean? What I'm going to say? You know, it was real. But that's how big it was. You, you go through some real experiences with him, that's what's going to happen. He going to rap about it when you feel like it. You know what I mean? But what I'm going to say to this day, them lines, is, them lines is infamous. That's famous. You know what I mean? I see them lines on, on paintings or walls and shit, man. 
You know what I mean? But that's just what it was. Any real thing that happened, Big would rap about it, especially if it was something real. You know what I mean? That was a game changer for us, too, because that was like a reality check for him. You know what I'm saying? You know, he got a chance to sit up in the hospital for a while and, and, and reflect and think. You know what I mean? But it was real, though. He was in the hospital for about three months and had to do like six months of therapy. You know what I mean? So all that time he was sitting up, that was like where the time when he was writing all that life after death. You know what I mean? To pray for my downfalls when I was coming sitting in that hospital. Yeah, so I had, I'm going to cut it up from there. So, Chief, what's your thoughts about this whole thing? What this, makes it so important to individuals like us? Why, what makes it so important? It just makes Biggie that more raw. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be 100% real. Because if a nigga's really rapping what he's living and what he's experiencing, mm-hmm. and he's giving you an opportunity to come into his life, you know, on a personal level, mm-hmm. that's some dope shit, man. That just made me like Biggie even more. I didn't even know, like, that's a extremely famous freestyles for people who love hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? This is some old-school nigga shit. And... I like you know I used to, I used to hear I used to rap this line all the time and then I'm like you know what I'm saying until I until just recently when I found out that this line was actually true like a little glimmer came in my eye and I was just so so happy you know what I'm saying I was like this is actually you know what I'm saying even to the point where he was saying uh with the with the teeth with uh little C's and shit like that right right yeah, and then I'm like holy shit he's talking about the accident and he put it within the same rap and not to mention he has the guy he was in the accident uh with right beside him Till Little C's crippled me. So just knowing that this is authentic uh, makes me just like it even more. Just like, I guess, we made the case in earlier podcasts about Tay-K, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. But that's crazy. I mean, that's so so dope, man. And it, I'm glad that he did this interview because it just bring back a lot of memories for me as well as you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it made that freestyle even more better. It kind of feels like you heard that freestyle for the first time again because you heard just the backstory behind it. And even if you it's don't dope. like uh, Biggie or even hip hop or anything in general like that, this is just an authentic story. Uh, this is what you're going to expect from this um, particular segment. Just some facts that you can take with you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But the next one is the one that gets me most excited. I love like debates and everything like that. If you people didn't know, I love debates. I like seeing so and so versus like, you know, Jada Kiss versus Fabulous. <sighs> You know what I'm saying? KFC versus Popeyes. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. So we just decided to make something unique. We just wanted to call it something. We decided to call it the title bout. Ah. Mayweather versus McGregor. <laughs> did you see the fight? I did see the fight. I got to say, I was I was pretty impressed by it. What made you impressed by the fight, honestly? Because I thought it was going to be a garbage fight. Mm. I thought, you know, Mayweather was just going to pick at him for about eight rounds. That's and what then, he did. I mean, yeah, but uh, McGregor did a, a pretty damn good job, you know, trying to get at him. I respect his heart after the Trying. Match. You know what I'm You say that to everybody who lose. You know what I'm saying? You be like, I respect his heart. You got to think about it, though. Mayweather pretty much has, it's been established, he has one of the best defense okay. boxing you ever. Okay, you see, I want you to hold that thought because I'm going to play something right quick. And after that, I want you to keep being humble like this. Do you believe that they will mark it down to eight-ounce gloves? I believe so. You do? Why? I, Why would he do this? Why would he agree to this? It's backfired on him, I believe. I mean, originally, this is, these are all the stipulations that were put before me. The gloves must be 10-ounce. They can't be Mexican. They can't be horsehair. And I'm like, okay, I already agreed to it, but I put it in front of the public mindset, and in front of the public, and, and then it must have dented his ego. 
Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's it. He tried to tried to go, let's do the eight ounces, now we're gonna do the eight ounces, great. I usually fight in four, so I actually don't give a fuck. I didn't give a fuck originally because I accepted the stipulations, no Mexican, no horse hair, 10 ounce, all that. So great, eight ounce, great. He'll be asleep inside two. Inside two now? Inside two, eight ounce, inside two. 10 ounce, four? I believe so. I mean, it, look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to be humble. <laughs> Not even give, no, it's, he's gonna be down in the first. He's gonna be down in the first. And the only reason he won't be down in the first is because, or he may be down in the first, but the reason he the first is because he has 10 seconds and there's no, there's no pounce. I can't pounce. Hey, I talk that shit. In a mixed martial arts belt or a true belt. My dog McGregor could talk some shit, huh? Yeah, he can, man. He, he sound like a pro, you know? It, it takes special training to talk that smack. Some dude who was training still damn near like six months old until now, who's forty nine and zero? You know, what I'm saying that just that's light work, right? That just that, that's just that happens every day, right? I mean, sh <laughs> <laughs> you heard him. He said he ain't gonna even last the second round, and he lucky he can't pounce on him because if he could pounce on him, he would have ended even quicker than that. He said, "Man, that only ten seconds, that little time period." But hold on, before I even say that, uh, let me play the next clip. I mean, if you didn't know what that audio was just presenting, it was <laughs> an ass whooping. <laughs> <Nah, that's... laughs> so uh, Connor definitely didn't make it. Uh, he made it to the tenth round. People try and give him his moral victories, but this is a guy who said he could beat him in the second round. Yeah, he had a lot of confidence going into the match. You feel me? So... That's that's why I was really interested about what he had to say about this. Walk us through the last half hour since the fight has ended. I've been watching highlights, trying to figure out what's what. I think uh -huh. I smoked him in the early rounds. I thought he was, I was, I was pretty handily whooping him in the early rounds. Oh, really? And then he changed his style. He put his hands up and came down low. Oh, put shit. his forehead on the chest and started getting to work. And I I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't Oh, really? The whole camp. Or even like that at distance. But he completely changed his style and he came forward. So oh, yeah, because you know, it boxing. It threw me off. And, I wa and he was composing <laughs> there. I wasted my shots on the gloves. It was just a composure issue. I don't feel from a skill level. Oh, okay. It felt all right in there. I felt like it was very close. I all right, let's cut this shit off because uh, <laughs> yeah, he started making excuses. He just did a little rebuttal. But if I could have, like you know, what I'm saying <laughs> he brought out a freaking chalkboard and started bringing out different diagrams and stuff, man. You just take the L, man. Yo, what lessons could be learned about this fight? That's my personal opinion. Like, what? what? Uh, talk shit after the after you win. Yeah, talk shit after you win. But he went in, dog. Like he McGregor. McGregor is a grade A shit talker, my nigga. Like he's really good. He made he made uh Mayweather sound like a rookie the way he was say he was gonna toss him around and stuff, man. Come on now. I mean, the nigga is not a rookie. The dude been training since he was like one month old, nigga. So please, <laughs> please, you didn't have a chance with it, but you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, sometimes can't, I, I can't articulate, so sometimes I need help. So help me out, uh, black youngster right My nigga asked me who the fuck I'm around with on the fight. I'm around with the motherfucking oh, nigga. Wait, what the fuck, <laughs> man? The Kunta can't take the Negro. Florida motherfucking money Mayweather, you little bitch, you know what I'm saying? I got show tonight and from in Florida, South Carolina. I bet my I bet my I bet my I bet fifty thousand on Florida Mayweather. I bet my show money tonight. Nice. I just got this for the show. So I bet this on Floyd. Any nigga wanna do it. I don't wanna I, I don't wanna bet one you oh, you, you little broke ass niggas, you flying that nigga for the gram. Alright, alright. <laughs> <laughs> he said I bet it on the Negro. God damn. damn. Hey. Hey man, it paid off. Got that paper, bro. It remind me of this uh, you know the Obama skit from um 
Key and Peele? Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's Black Young. Black Young is like, you know what I'm saying? That's mine right there. Uh, Black Youngs. I have an inner Black Youngs. I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. <laughs> I know I listen to Jay-Z. I, I listen to 444 and all that shit, but there's a whole nother side, dog. But anyways. This is the Hot Topics of the Week. Woo! That shit hot. Okay, okay, okay. Hot Topics of the Week. What you got? What you got? What you got? Should I start it off? Set it off, man. All right. As we know, my fault, this segment is just pretty much the hot topics of the week. That's what he said. I thought it went straight to the point. Um, yeah, so we're going to discuss hot topics in which that we want to talk about, mm-hmm. right? These are topics we want to talk about. Correct, correct, correct. Anything you want to add to it? Um, we're going to talk about relevant stories. Some of them might not be relevant to everybody because we uh, tend to dig into different types of uh, things. You know we tr- we try to, to hit every type of audience. Right, we don't want to be just, you know... The same as everybody else, we were a little bit different. You know how they always say, like, you shouldn't please people, but we care about you guys so much. You see? All right, so now hit that like. Anyway, um, next up, okay. First and foremost, since we we just gonna get the tragedy out the way, of course, Hurricane Harvey. You know, what I'm saying being from Florida, we know how it feels to get hit by hurricanes. Also from Saint Croix, they get hit with a ton of hurricanes. I remember they never nonstop. They was getting nonstop hurricanes at one point. It destroyed the island at one point. That's why we I had to move. And then, you know what I'm saying? Miami-Dade County ever since. Yeah, man. Hurricanes are no joke, man. Anytime it happens, you, you got to be considerate because that shit is a force of nature. And we please, please, <laughs> my fault. And we would love you guys to donate to Hurricane Harvey as well. I will find some links and I'm going to put it up as soon as I get them. Um, I'm probably going to put more than one. I personally donated already, but please donate anything. There's there's sites that make you donate like 50 and everything. And I know they had this whole debate with the Red Cross and stuff like that. Yeah. I just heard they did some questionable things in Haiti. You know what I'm saying? I did a little research briefly, and but it told me enough to not like really donate to them. But I pray uh, do what you can, man, because, you know, what I'm saying I'm not the ones inside the water and the flood and everything like that. You feel me? Yeah, man. So, you would want help if you were in that situation. Exactly. You got to think about it from those from that point of view, you know. So I'll put the links in my description so you guys can donate even as low as a dollar and to as high as how how, how much you want to ever donate. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I digress. That was perfect. Yeah, that, that was perfect, that was perfect man. right? Okay. All right. Uh, no, no, no. Next. But the but the. But, you know, I mean, I mean, other than that, that was the good part. That was a good We part. wanted to touch on, of course, Pastor Joel Osteen. I, I think that's how you say it. Yeah. That's the one who didn't want to open up the doors for his church. How you feel about that? That's grimy, man. How are you not going to open a church in a time of tragedy mm-hmm. when people are suffering and they're, they're trying to find a, a safe place to get away from that? What I found weird about the situation is that how come these people who always say they want to help? And they preach to help. And then they use themselves as an example of Jesus Christ himself who helped others. They don't help in a time of crisis. Like, what what does any of this matter if you're not going to help during a time of crisis? I know uh, to his defense, he said that his church was uh, flooded as well. But his church is so big, it could have been one part of the church. That thing was huge. Exactly. So It's not a very good excuse. Yeah. And he said something else. He said a, a statement after that. And I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this because I'm like, you know, say he wrote some good books. He wrote some decent books. But like I said, I mean, I guess everything is a business as well. Maybe he's scared of property damage. Uh, we don't know. But 
I believe all that shouldn't matter when you're put into a, a place, a, a predicament where life is testing your morals, mm-hmm. especially when you're a pastor. Certain events, you're not going to care. Like if a kid is, if a little kid is in danger, you're going to try to save him if you're a decent human being. And if you're Noah's Ark, you try to save all the animals you can exactly. on a boat. Exactly, man. It's not a really, there's no excuse for this. You I should, mean, it's crazy. You should hold yourself to at least a higher standard at, at the very least. Especially all the money he got from speaking the way he speaks about life and about being enlightened and things. I wonder of if, that the, if it's, is it things like this that make people like stray away from religion when they see things like this. These, this is a dude who's extremely impactful, and for him to do something like this and not offer a helping hand, or you know, so I don't know the details either. You know, so I don't want to bash the man completely, but it just seems like he could have just opened up the church for people to get saved like this is actual saving people physically right who's not giving tithes to your church you made a lot of money um you could have at least helped or offered a helping hand i'm not sure if he didn't now i don't know if he didn't right i just know he didn't open the church at one point and it seemed to be a big issue i don't know the details uh but also to even counter that same point i just made there was another pastor though that they tried to say to try to tell him not to go out in the flood but he was outside in the flood trying to see inside cars to see if anyone was stuck in them because he's like he had to do it and this was a pastor as well they didn't have this guy's name but they was trying to tell the guy it was like yo get out the flood you don't have to do all that he's like no i got to i got to make sure everybody's okay that, that's that moral compass man it's in him mm-hmm. that, that was my point exactly like he don't care. I can deal with the repercussions after all this. Exactly. This is happening right now. I need to help people. I mean, that should be your mentality, especially when you're a pastor. And he was there in a sense of urgency. Exactly. Out man. there swimming. That's, he said he felt like he had to do it. So whoever this man is, man, that's that's a prime example. Uh, he's the type of people you need to run a church because they practice what they what they preach. And I, like I said, hopefully there's a reasoning behind this because he, I mean, buddy, he did a lot of great things. Like, you know, I mean, as far as writing books, I really don't even know the man personally or anything like that. He has some good services on TV. Right. That I you saw can a watch. couple. Yeah, I saw a couple as well. It's, it is a pretty good service. I'm yeah, man. But I, I'm not sure. Joel Osteen, keep your head up. Uh, Lakewood Church, keep y'all head up. I know y'all going to support y'all guy. Uh, and what, you, what else you wanted to talk about, man? I wanted to talk oh, about. Oh, my fault, my fault. And oh. then this is this was a slick comment somebody made about the whole. Texas flooding situation with Joel Osteen. He said, God didn't make him do it. Twitter did. So he finally opened up his doors. Mm. So bars. Bars, bars man. Bars for days. That was, that was a killer one. You know what I'm saying? To Lil C's crippled me. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. I wanted to talk about these VMAs. Oh, okay. I heard and about these, that. I heard the, they had some low, 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 low ratings. Oh, God damn. Like that? <laughs> I, I never was a fan of the VMAs. I always felt like it was kind of fake, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to bash them. It's just, uh, it's uh, has always been my state of mind when it came to the You are kind of bashing VMAs. them a little bit. I ain't going to lie to you. I said I didn't mean to bash them. Ooh. I'm not saying I'm not doing it. You feel oh. me? You know, you can jab and have no power behind it. You feel you me? You got what I'm saying? Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> but no, he got power. He got, he got, that, he got spunk. Yeah. He got bam. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't. Sorry to the guy guys. Go ahead. Continue. But yeah, uh, why do you think they have such low ratings? Because I feel that the the ratings were so low because people just don't care as much as they used to. Hold on. Did you just ask me and answer the question? No, I'm I'm letting you know my opinion. That way when you answer it, you can kinda of have my perspective already. Oh, so you want me to agree with you? No, All not, right. not really. You can disagree, man. You know, it's it's part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, the, well, 5.4 million inside the Nielsen scan. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They say that was the lowest ever since Nielsen's been scanning uh, when they started scanning the VMAs in, I think, 1992 or 97. I forgot which year wow. it was. It was one of those two years. They said it's the lowest ratings ever. I guess, guess people don't watch TV. Unless you, you put it on demand online, I think that might help. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I'm not here to give you solutions. Right. Uh, maybe shit just that trash. Maybe people just so used to just getting their music, accessing it. They probably don't even care about the artist, how he looks anymore. They probably don't even care about seeing the artist. Hmm. Who knows, dog? Think about it. So you think it's something psychological that people just don't give don't I, they don't care as much as they used to about the artist. They just care about the music they're listening to. I'm beginning to think that's where it's going towards because you, you're having so much music you can choose from and you can choose who you like. I mean, visuals do matter, like videos. I think music videos. Definitely. Uh, but like award shows and stuff like that. When's the last time you technically watched? I had to watch one because I do a podcast, but me looking forward to it, that has, it's been a while. The, the, maybe the double XL, I mean, not double XL, the one, whenever they do the ciphers, that's double mm. XL, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing I pretty pretty much like from them as well. The freestyles is. They be having a lot of good veterans on there. They just be killing it. But why the V? I don't even know anything about the VMAs. I don't even know why would they put video music awards if most of the videos show online. Do they still have a channel that they show the videos on? And that's another point I wanted to get to. Get to. I don't think they're going with the times. I don't think they're moving with the current. So that's why they're, they're people aren't connecting with them as like they used to. Mm-hmm. They're probably not. They probably don't have a page. They probably do. Who knows? But the point is, you got to keep reaching out to the people because it's a constant battle. Especially now when we have so many different outlets where people don't necessarily need to fuck with you. They can go to somebody else or they can go to somebody else. You feel me? Exactly. But yeah, I definitely think there's a disconnect there as far as uh, the people who are listening to the artists, but they don't really care as much as about the artists like they used to. But on, about s- if, on certain artists, all right, man, not I'm everybody. Trying, I'm trying to digress, man. You know what no, no, no. You finished? No, I was trying to alley it up to you. You know what I'm saying? No, my bad. I already said what I had to say about this shit. You feel me? I was like, eh. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. just a simple subject. VMAs. Like, we don't even care about the VMAs. I, I don't either. Yeah. We just chose to talk about it because the viewers are so low. And, like, we wonder why. But, I mean, do they even show videos on TV anymore? How the hell they made awards for it? They should have a YouTube awards. I think that would be similar to a YouTube awards. Would a YouTube awards be better than a VMA awards? It would. Because YouTube I think, have so much content. I think they. I think that's a real good idea. But hey, pay me. Anyways, the next one. Let me see. I don't know what to touch on. Maybe the R. Kelly. The R. Tel- uh, Joc- Jocelyn Savage. That's her name. That's the. This is the young lady who said nothing was wrong. She is not being um, kept captive by R. Kelly. That's what she said. She just happened to sound like a robot when she said it. Yeah, right? and there was yeah. a shadow behind her. But I'm pl- <laughs> all right, I don't know. This dude has a history, though. Yeah, he uh, does. So it seems like the family doesn't believe it. I mean, I wouldn't. And <laughs> they, they, they sent, uh, I guess, police to R. Kelly's house to look through it or something like that. You sure? Yeah, yeah they got that they level of a warrant. I guess because of his history, they they got access yeah, to that. I don't know, man. I don't that's really know. A little, that's a they little They did much. it, though. That's that's a, I'm trying to tell you, they did it already. Wow, that's... Uh, wow. So I'm assuming they didn't find anything, or did they? Or not nah, because he didn't rape her necessarily, but he always he's creeping the line, dog. Like you know, he's a dude just like maybe like, he, he he maybe he became like a perverted old man ahead of his time. Nah, fool, he's been like <laughs> so this though. That's what I'm saying. You like, said old man, like, dog. Oh, I'm like, like a perverted nigga, dog. Like 
a Benjamin, a reverse Benjamin button for the perverted I niggas. I don't know, man. This is scary. No, nah, I used to defend R. Kelly, but it got to the point where it was so much shit. I can't defend you, you no more. You can't defend though. you no more, bro. It's like, I'm come trying. on, man. You got me Yo. going against Mike Tyson over here, man. <laughs> you make Mike right, Tyson look like a role model, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he, he does. He has, dog. Because, dog, we try, man. Like, you, you really R. Are. Kelly, even if I agree with anything you say, somebody going to look at me weird. And I heard you in a concert, and you was doing thrusting movements on the Megatron screen, and I was just passing by with a car. And I was just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to R. Kelly and Mystical. <laughs> oh man See I don't think his is Legit I don't know though At least I hope not I can't speak on it I don't know though I just hope it's not I heard a story one time Where this girl I knew Back in the day And she told me that Like even before any of this I mean he was in jail though At the time And she said that Mystical was like When you get old enough But one thing he wasn't uh, Maybe pervy But not rapey uh, he, He's like when you get old enough Here's my number or some shit like that, and then I was like, "Oh shit!" She was Damn. like 16 or some shit. Damn, let me go red shirt and female. No, like but that? no, but he said when you hit 18 though. So still, dog, that's that means nah, you nah, find he her attractive. Fool, but at least he didn't. Dog, a real a real one would oh, try yeah. to go inside there. You know what I'm saying? Got you. I got you. He would have. He right. wouldn't care. He would been discreet. I don't unless it was company there and he decided not to. But I don't think he's there for that type of rape. I think he's there for like on some abusive shit. Mm. And that's what you went to jail for. Hence, walk in the line again, dog. Another artist walking the line. It's just different because he turned himself in about it. So I guess it was... And how he raps, it doesn't help. Not at all. Watch yourself, you know what I'm saying? He's just screaming this <laughs> shit. I imagine him hitting me. You feel me? That shit. I'm gonna it's not funny. No, um, but... No, I didn't know. No, no, for real. I just don't know the victim's name or anything like that. That's crazy. That is crazy, I'll be man. talking about the celebrity who do it. I don't even know the victim's name. I, yo, talk. Oh, go ahead, talk. Cause I, I gotta look at right, the man. Go ahead and look it up. Like, again, I hope Mystical didn't do this shit, but I have Why no, I have no right to speak on it. I'm just speaking from a fan of Mysticals. Again, I don't know. I don't even remember how many years he did for the first case, but it was like, damn, son. And then you happen to come back. You had a little comeback. You got your buzz back, and then this shit happened again. That ain't a good look, bro. Does Mystical got kids? He got kids. I, I don't know, but because man, that that must be tough, though. Having your dad come out of jail, he don't even stay out for that long. I mean, by our standards, he didn't stay out for that long, just to go back in for some shit like that. And you know, the jury gonna be biased. Everybody, well, they said they said his accuser said she was lying. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of different stories, but I can't confirm or deny it. So I mean, I can't confirm it talking about tonight i can't confirm it so i don't even want to put my fingers in that water man that shit too crazy it looks like i don't know i just hope he didn't do it that's all i'm saying if this is false this is crazy and that's sad yeah man this is getting creepy switch the subject were you just talking about something yeah man oh shit what are you talking about what you talking about you you, you want to talk about these new albums that came out no what you was just talking about though no i was just talking about just Mystical. Oh, um, mystical. Home. All right, yeah, you can, you can probably mystical. Yeah, there's you know. too much rapey shit for me. Too much rapey right, shit. Let's I need move to get on, off. Man. I need to take a shower now. And shit. Yeah, man. Let's get out of here. Yeah, all right, next. These, these new albums that came out, man. Mm-hmm. You got Triple X Tentacion. XXX Tentacion 17. 17. Aquarius. Let, let's start there. What's your hey, what favorite? You're going to name three, right? I know, but I'm going to build it, man. I'm going to build it. You feel me? All right, what's the other two? The other two, you got Kodak. Project Baby. Two. Two. 
And then you got uh, Love is, Love rage. is rage. Yeah. Two. <laughs> so all these are twos. Yeah. They didn't really notice a pattern there. Okay. What's your favorite song on the XXS Tentacion? Uh, my favorite song was Fuck Love. Yep. That was a good song. With Trippy Red. That was Tri- a real good song. Trippy Red is, is going to be a good artist. I like him so far. He sounds actually like Vert, but I like him. Yeah, I like. He does him it too. right. He's just one of those guys that, like, when you hear him, it, it relaxes you. It, he does it right. He does it right. I like him. I like him because I saw an interview of him. He said uh, he was a big fan of like Kiss and different rock bands. So I think he brings a different flavor for me. I like that. No, I think all them kids do that. They all listen to fucking uh, rock. Which one of those kids you named don't listen to rock in that list? Think about it. Yeah, I understand that, but it's that's why they're successful. They have a different sound because they were influenced by rock. Okay, true, true. That's what I was trying to say. All right, what's the next album? Uh, Hold on, that's my fault. I need to say my yeah, favorite song. Go ahead. Okay, you chose the song I liked. I, I don't appreciate you copying me the way you did. Hey, man, it's life. You chose, you chose the song I didn't like, but this was a suicide album. Uh, just to give it a brief, it has a lot of depressing songs, but to me it's kind of uplifting in a way because he was... Paying tribute to his friend and everything mm-hmm. like that, you know, saying deep depression and also touching an issue a lot of people go through, especially as of lately. You know what I mean? Yeah, this shit's really traumatic, and mm-hmm. people go through really traumatic uh, situations. And now shit's coming into light. Like, there's people who try to have sex with alligators, and you know what I'm saying? Like, people ain't right in the head nowadays. Bro. I think it's always been like that. We just have social media, so we have a spotlight on certain things now. That's true. So yeah, I respect his album. I didn't, I'm not giving y'all the full review, but my personal favorite other than fuck love is carry on this is the song right after fuck love so yeah man pretty much i like that song it's cool he's chilling uh he's rapping the thing i'm like about xxx tentacion sometimes he has a crazy song sometimes he has another type of song but uh he generally knows actually how to rap and he know how to ride a beat mm-hmm. so that's why i like him and also he's born on my birthday i love it word you know what i'm saying so next album next album uh little uzi Nah, nah, nah. Kodak Black. Kodak, Kodak Black, Black first? You want yeah. To okay. Well, okay. My Black. favorite song on there is, uh, what's it called? Roll. Rolling Peace. Rolling in Peace. Rolling, Rolling in Peace. Rolling in Peace. Yeah, that's my song, though. With him and XXX Tentacion. Yeah. It's personal because he, they from down south. He from Miami, but Word. they some Broward County dudes. They, they into their Broward County stuff. But uh, I liked it because it was cool, and it's nice to see those two come together. They were not far from each other in neighborhood neighborhood wise you feel me they're like right up the street from each other mm-hmm. uh and i like seeing that camaraderie together i like this and the whole like i guess i love what south rappers do that that's why i fucked with the little pump and the xxx and tosh young uh of course the denzel curries and stuff like that. it's certain people i fuck with i fuck with and people don't know a lot of influence came from the raider clan as well uh that that these kids have nowadays but it's all like we sat here and watched all the influences and you see what it made. It made something beautiful as well. Because people could talk about uh, there's no lyrics and everything like that. But uh, Kodak does his thing. I ain't going to say he's the most lyrical, but he does his thing. Hell yeah. He and, know how to make a song. And he know how to. He has kind of similar factor to 21 Savage, how he can make a song deep, but not mean a lot. But I think he got, he has a more lyrical content than uh, 21 Savage. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think 21 is going to build on that too. But Yeah, but he, like, he could go deep in a song. Yeah. You feel me? You mm-hmm. could feel him. Yeah, and I like that singing shit because like some Dow South shit, they like singing through a song and harmonizing. Dude's been doing that, so yeah, there's a lot. And then he jumped on that old school. Uh, don't, don't say it yet. Don't say it. that's my yeah, song. Be, yeah. All right, so I'll, yeah, I'll just pass it to you. Go ahead. Yeah, he was about to ruin it, man. So you, you trying to get payback from from before, huh? No, I ain't trying to get payback. <laughs> nah, but like uh, you were about to say, my favorite song on the album is uh, "Transporting." 
when I heard it, the ghetto boy uh, beat in the bag, I'm like, yeah, I fuck with this. Hell yeah. It was a rap. I was like, yeah. And the video clean. Clean video, though. He had a, you know, he had a UF shit, but eh. Uh, uh. Hey, still rapping, you, you know, know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't say shit. My college teams, I ain't gonna say, fuck it. <laughs> You know, it's yeah, all about that, the U. That's man. definitely my favorite song, though, man. I, I gonna get you started on that that college, man. Yeah, that ain't gonna don't start with that college shit, cause I'm, I'm torn. I need to pick a team for real. Anyways, the next news I want to talk about. Wait, f- forgot about uh, Lil Vert. Yes, sir. Uh, I like that song. I don't like saying this together, but he has a song with 444 plus three other numbers that equals a bad number. But gotcha. um. That was a good song. <laughs> <laughs> the one where you don't like the title. I just don't want to talk about it too much. I, I don't know what that. I don't know what comes along with that shit. But it it, it was also in tribute to Jay Z. He said something about Jay Z in the song, mm-hmm. but it seemed more of a compliment. I didn't like. I couldn't understand most of the other shit. So he, I don't know if he dissed them, but I know in particular to it seems the bridge or the hook. Mm-hmm. He seemed to have been complimenting him, and I love when young niggas compliment old niggas, especially in that stature. Of his stature, excuse me. Go ahead. What you was gonna say? Um, my favorite song on it was uh, "Neon Guts," the one that was produced. There's a song by named "Neon Guts." I mean, this is little Uzi. Look at his name, little Uzi Vert. That's true. I, I think that I believe that was the one that was produced by Pharrell as well. Very yep. dope. Hold the Uzi vertical. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's what <laughs> my fault. That's what Jay Z said. I'm sorry. But yeah, man. Uh, all the artists that we name, man, I'm they're very raw artists and i hope that they are very successful in their field and don't get caught up in that bullshit like isaiah thomas and kyrie irvin but yeah i think everything's settled there's not much to say about the situation but i'm updated this is a sports topic so i'm gonna keep it brief for those non-sports listeners because i force it upon you i'm sorry i apologize but y'all love the other content like we're gonna talk about tv shows and all that shit later later you feel me you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Kick, kick, kick that knowledge, though, man. Kick that anyway, knowledge. Anyway, so pretty much the Cavaliers had a dispute with the Celtics. And, ha- and within this dispute, mm-hmm. uh, they just made a recent trade for Kyrie Irving and Isaiah Thomas between those two. And this included a draft pick, and it also included uh, one of their other players that I can't remember right now. Um, so who gave up the draft pick? Uh, Cleveland did or uh, Boston? No, no, no. Boston gave up the uh, the draft pick to Cleveland with Isaiah Thomas and gotcha. also Crowder. There you go. And also Crowder. So they got those three, and then they got Kyrie Irving in return. But mm-hmm. the problem with this situation is that Isaiah Thomas had a hip injury before he uh, got injured in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. So he was injured since last year playoffs. I mean, not last year, but earlier this couple months. So he had an injury. They kind of knew that. Everybody kind of knew it. But I guess Cleveland just swept it under the rug and not realized it. But when they gave the physical, they was like, oh, shit, this shit's bad. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's actually going to let him be out for a couple months. Damn, so they got... they got uh, Damaged goods. They got swindled. Yeah, so now they had the right to veto it if there's an injured player. There's something inside the clause, the NBA clause for that. So now Cleveland was trying to negotiate a plan which they could have got more out of it. So they try to be greedy at the same time. because you got everybody orange, baby. Yeah, you got to sometime. You feel me? But they got something out of it. I don't know what the update is as far as what they got out of it, but they seem to have came to an agreement and both teams are leaving with their players. I think it's a, a second round pick, uh, 2020 or some shit. Some second round pick or some that's, shit. But that's, pretty, that's pretty good. Not second pick but second round pick. oh second round pick. yeah that's bad oh man that's uh, bad yeah you can't promise an actual act well you can you can you can certain, if you have it certain, right yeah but like they get they get in brooklyn's per- pick so they're gonna get a first round of 
next year. And if LeBron leaves, they're good. If Isaiah Thomas leaves, they're good. And they can find some new talent to throw in there, hopefully. Uh, yeah. So pretty much that was the whole drama. Um, both teams got something out of it. Isaiah Thomas, uh, just a little background story is that he came on the scene and he was 5'9". He was that complete last draft pick in the second round. He was a complete. Just So think about it. If he was the last pick ever, not ever, but inside your draft. You know what I'm saying? That's the 60th pick. You're the number 60. There's number one and there's number 60. You're 60. So the odds of that is not making it. And also, guess what? You're also 5'9". You're shorter than the majority of the NBA. So everything's against you. Mm -hmm. And then now you found a way to put some light on your career because he did good in the Kings, but then he went to the Suns and then he did much better in the Suns. Then he came to the Celtics and helped the Celtics to go to a number one seed last year. Yeah. So he knew how to control the team and did that at five, nine. He can't help it because everybody's taller than him. So his defense is not the greatest, but he is a phenomenal player. He was even in the MVP conversation. Quick, quick question. Do you think he would have been a better player if he was taller or do you think he's a great player because he's shorter? That's a great question. And I think because he's short, he's a great player. If he was taller, he'd probably still be a great player. Yeah. So I think either or he'll be a great player. You feel me? But, um, yeah, so his story was really rough. So then what happened is during the playoffs, his sister passed away. And he still played the game. And, yeah, I remind you, this didn't help with this injury. He ended up going in a seven-game series with the Washington Wizards. And so it was a lot of stress on him or whatever. Then he later on got a hip injury. So he gave his blood, sweat, and tears to make it to the point where he want to be at so he felt like he should get properly compensated so boston was probably like yo uh we probably don't want to do this especially we could get Kyrie for two years mm. uh we can trade him we don't have to pay him a max and then we could get kind of Kyrie at a discount it, and he's a great talent obviously it's, it's kind of crazy though because i i tell you isaiah thomas basically put everything boston, on the line right he put everything and on made the them line. relevant exactly he put boston on the map more or less. So, yeah, this is why it's hurtful because now people, like, you know, kind of play when his emotions call him damage goods. And this is sometimes the part of the game where you don't like. He plays hard, everything, but they always revert back to his height. And, yeah, man, that's as much as I'm going to talk about basketball, but that's his story. That's Isaiah Thomas. Uh, Yeah, please watch more about that. The the, the trade was successful. Um, What else you want to talk about? Well, I just wanted to talk about something that, that came to mind when I was watching this, uh, this new Wu-Tang song. Mm-hmm. By the way, fire! <laughs> this, this new Wu Tang song that came out a couple—I'd say about a week ago. True, it's got Red Man on it. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I heard the song, I was like, "Man, this is like a jewel." You feel me? Like a golden, a golden egg, a golden nugget. You know what I'm saying? From my ear, just mm-hmm. so it got me thinking: how do, how do these artists stay relevant by basically they're basically using the same sound, but they're just updating their beats more or less true facts facts how do you think they do that i mean you got juicy j he's been rapping for how long you got i mean i'm gonna let you say it. jay-z, Jay-Z. i mean come of on course, of course you got certain people when they make a song you're automatically gonna listen because they have that sound how i mean it's, I, I just personally think they're gifted um i don't I think, think they get that credit though man I think I think I think certain I think now certain nowadays they, they got to find ways to fit in inside the entertainment business and stuff like that if they choose to do that. But I think some people can find their relevance. Like Fifty never lose it, lose it. Hmm. Uh, the, there's certain people that never lose it. Like look at Kanye, he's still killing it. Jay Z can still come out and he still got his audience. Drake gonna still have his audience. Uh, if you talking about older, my fault, older, older. Like uh, 
Raekwon, strictly for Cuban links. Like, you know what I'm saying? He still got his audience. There's still a, a, a core audience and a cult following. You feel me? So, like, there's certain things that people still was big Wu-Tang fans and things like that. So, I think the fans are actually the ones who keep it alive. I think that's it. The fans who keep it alive and how strong that following is. And there you go. I think that's what it is. When you meet, authentic, when you meet uh, organic with authenticity, it only makes a great baby. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Damn, hold on. Let's slap to that shit. Yeah, boy. Dropping them hot bars, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> All no, right, man. But yeah, man, I definitely agree with you. You know what I'm saying? That's why they stay relevant. I'm, I'm going to wrap it up with some hood shit. What are we going to talk about next? Uh, I was thinking about that dude who made that comment. <laughs> the professor? But I don't know, though. That's insensitive, actually. That, I mean... Yeah, he was pretty insensitive. Okay, what what do you say? You got it? Yeah, I got it right here. Okay, what what that man say? Okay, we're just gonna mention this one time because I I don't agree with this man. But I'm gonna okay. say this before I say this. This is not, these are not my words. These are not our views. <laughs> this is not expressed by the Good Day Podcast. Not Hashtag at Good Friday. Not at all. I'm just expressing what this guy tweeted. He put Texans deserved Harvey for supporting Trump. Well, what the fuck wrong with this nigga, man? You tripping, man? You can't say shit with like that, man. Deep inside, we all. I'm playing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. That's fucked up. That ain't got nothing to do with a natural disaster, man. Come on, man. Cut, cut that out. Dog. God, God, <laughs> God is not up there playing politics, man. Come on, man. I don't know, man. Remember, all these people always say things about things like you don't understand. People say outrageous things all the time. You feel I me? mean, but it's still going on, dog. Like that's super saying, insensitive. Dog. Yeah, but remember when posts happened? They actually had protesters who were just against gay people who used to go to church. You know, what I'm saying people, Christians, like certain people. Not let me not just say church um, Christians, but there was churchgoers and people who was opposed of gay people protesting against them while they were mourning the deaths in Pulse nightclub. So, yeah, it's crazy. It's really crazy. I'm man. all for speaking your opinion, dog. But there's a time and a place, man. That's crazy. That is ridiculous, yo. Yeah, man, that's really yeah, sad. Man, that, that dude was really insensitive, man. And he got fired, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Of course he got fired. Like, you can't really say <laughs> shit like that. No, I just want to know when people get real comfortable on their Facebook. That tend to happen a lot. I do, too. Like, when it comes to sports, though, you feel me? Mm -hmm. I ain't going to put nothing too personal and shit. But I know a lot of people get real comfortable. Like, this girl was talking about miscarriages she had that she had mm. recently like last week Damn, and uh, she's week. like man I'm so sad right now man I feel like my life is ending and I'm like oh man this girl need to call the suicide hotline you feel me mm. you know what I'm saying and I didn't want to say I just didn't comment like but I was like I hope you feel better like I did say that my father. that's why I said I, I was thinking about sending her the, the suicide hotline on my Facebook but I was like I don't want to try her and I don't want her to get offended and, right she could have been on some other shit and you just, yeah I triggered her I don't hey, want to trigger her you know what I'm saying that's just sensitive Exactly. But yeah, man. You heard what Walker Flocker said about these DJs dropping them albums? Yeah, he said that DJs don't matter or some shit. He said that DJs should stay in their own lane. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, stay in stay your, your lane. Your lane bro. Stay in your lane, DJ. Stay in your I go hard in the paint. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but he, he basically said that he feels that DJs should just be DJs and they shouldn't be dropping albums. I, I mean, I disagree. But I'm saying he worked with Diplo and all that. That's he worked with saying. DJs. So like I don't he, understand. He works with a lot of DJs that are relevant to this day. So I, I really don't understand that comment. Maybe he feels that uh, rap artists aren't being uh, 
taken as serious as they used to because everybody mm-hmm. feels like they can just become a rapper nowadays. That's true. People, everybody do think they could become a rapper. I ain't gonna lie to you. But I don't think. I mean, I don't agree with that. I mean, I, obviously, I don't agree with that shit. Fool, you better not agree with that shit though. But yeah, man. I mean, I mean, that was even relevant. And there, there's a lot of legendary DJs. Not to cut you off. There's a lot of de- legendary DJs that drop some hot shit, man. So, I mean, yeah, but we're who who we're debating against? We're debating against Walker Flocka fool. He, he's and he says some knowledgeable shit. He, he like does. we always have this conversations. Like you know, a lot of people drop talk about their albums, and then they'll be like, "Yo, this is the deepest project I've ever had in my life. <laughs> this shit is the realest album." I think candles uh, burning in the back. Yeah, dog. Like he'll be like, <laughs> "Yes, my my baby was born, then I ate the umbilical cord." And I made sure I save a piece every night so that I'm properly nourished so I can write every verse in every detail. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I wrote the verse in sheep blood. Like, you know what I'm saying? People, <laughs> and, be, and then you'll hear the fucking, uh, the album. It'll be like, huh, who's, 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 we're going to the club all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? What just happened? So, yeah. like I said, people will say one thing. Like Waka Flocka said some deep shit on his Instagram before plenty times, and plenty I actually times. like I actually like Waka Flocka. I do too. But you know, when people start expressing themselves a lot, you you start realizing they're crazy. Like if I said everything I wanted to say, people will say I'm crazy. And sometimes you need to have time to digest <laughs> the shit that you're thinking, man. That's the problem with social media. People have that ability to just say what they're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Give that shit a day or three, man. No, no just fucking sprout that shit uh, out. Where Chief at? He ain't here today. <laughs> I got nobody to talk to. I'm depressed. You know what I'm saying? They put the phone in my face. This is what I don't get. I'm never that comfortable where I put the phone in my face and now in my head, like, yeah. <laughs> you know how niggas be eating and then they have the thing all in their nostrils and they'll be grubbing. They'll be like, <sighs> yeah, that's that confidence. And they don't man. say nothing, nothing on their live. And I think people are crazy and nuts. Oh, they just enjoy that, man. Dog. They like seeing other people live. That's, At least Instagram models right have there. interesting lives. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, Instagram lives. At least they're doing a, like a photo shoot or something. They're doing like that, something, yeah. Life. They're always in motion. Yeah, like IMDDB, that like girl, she be going around England and every place, like islands and everything, and be just enjoying her vacation and shit. Right. That shit real as fuck. And of course, Kevin Hart always doing something inspirational, mm-hmm. uh, just like that donation challenge he said. Mm. Remember, he said the whole donation thing that Master P had a problem with. I ain't gonna play that, <laughs> he, man. He, yeah, yeah. He put people on the spot, man. You see, because like I like said, the Rock. <laughs> you see now, uh, Master P's on a platform and he's talking more. You know what I'm saying? And then now he getting in trouble for stuff. Like he's not technically in trouble because nobody pushing him around. Let me get that uh, clear. He can't, man. That's- that's OG, Master P. Man, that's, that's Master yeah, P. Master but I'm saying, you see, like, when Master P gives his opinion now, like, he, he's really open about his opinion nowadays. You feel mm-hmm. me? But I, I felt it was right for him to clear up that whole Kodak situation. Yeah. Because, like, you don't want to dirty your face like you try to charge somebody. You know what I'm saying? You're just trying to look out. You're trying to do something for a fund. Or, you know what I'm saying? He went down south and then gave all the kids book bags or something inside his uh, neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, I respect that. Handle that like an OG, man. Some real shit. Yeah, what the hell were you talking about? I don't even remember. Oh, you stupid. We talking about the donations. <laughs> Obviously, man. We talking about the donations. No, but I was thinking about, you know how Kevin Hart put a lot of people on the spot? 
the challenge. What what if you're a celebrity but you're having a rough ass month and you broke as fuck and this nigga put you on the spot? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, fuck you, Kevin Hart, nigga. <laughs> Chief, you my dog. I know you since birth. You know what I'm saying? I'm calling you out. Nigga, I just hey. spent my last dollar and this no, nigga calling me out. No, but my favorite dog is I, I fucks with dog. I fucks with this kid so hard. Listen, what's he one dude like? Uh, I can't really support him, support him until recently where he talked about the situation with him and Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown, dog. Oh, I, I, I pray extra, that he man. is becoming this better person that he's perceiving himself to be, like, as of late, lately. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. the dude was like, yeah, man. I get, yeah, Kevin Hart, I accept your challenge. I send him 100000 I'm like, why, dog? Damn, I nigga. Quadruple that shit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dog. Don't give it to Red Cross. Please. Nah, don't <laughs> give it to Red Cross. Y'all man. niggas just giving them your money, man. Yeah, Y'all gonna put that. They gonna be flossing. Y'all could put that in the neighborhood or some shit. Y'all could have sent seventy five and then put like twenty five in some neighborhood or some shit. Buy some buildings or some shit. Clean up a youth center. Or, but I can't tell them what to do with their money, fool. But you know what I'm saying? I just don't want. Like, let me shut the fuck up. I just hope the money. money gets to the, the people that it should get to. Like, That's exactly what I want. Thank you. Sure. Thank you for articulating. Everybody's that. you know working towards a good cause. So. I have my chief, and then I have my black youngster. So. <laughs> 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 oh man, I love black youngster. Black, black youngster is hilarious. All right, uh, Trump. Say three. Okay, I mean, there's nothing. I can, I think I can say so much bad things about this guy. Right. That I want to say three good things between the both of us. Let's try to say three good things because, like I said, of course the racism, of course, of course, like the the uncanniness of just doing what the fuck he want. Yeah. Uh, he seemed like he he cares about himself and things like that. But um, yeah, man. Hmm. I mean, there, like I said, the list goes on, man. I, I don't have time to really think about this whole list. But I'm trying to say, I was I was really sitting down one day. I was like, what are some good things I could say about him? I could say he's an American president. Uh, damn, this is tough, man. He's, I should study for he's this. He's good place. at sell, sales. He's a yeah, good salesman. I, I was gonna say he's a good. Business, All right, I man. said too. You got one yeah, more. You got, got the last one. Put me on the spot. You got to be he can't, on the spot. He, he can't play no sports or nothing. He don't play no don't basketball, know. no golf. I have no idea. <laughs> um, you get this? No alley oop here, man. That's you, stranded. Hmm. I want to say he has good taste in women based on his current wife, but I don't know his history. Yeah, I don't know his history, dog. So I heard you try to touch a 15-year-old girl or something. Yeah, so it's, and you want to get in that subject. See, we, we're trying to say nice things about this man. It's hard to think of something. Fuck. <laughs> He's a sharp dresser? Right. Nah, not really, because I won't I want to swear. I mean, he, I, he wore the same suit, though. But he wore his suit. He got Trump suits and things like that. What else? Hmm. Damn. Damn, it's tough. We're really trying, y'all, he by the way. He takes great vacations. That's a compliment. That is a compliment. He has nice buildings. He does have nice buildings. Okay, there you go. Wait, we gave you four. We gave you four. That's that extra, extra credit. All right. We needed that shit. Yeah, we definitely need that shit. All right. Well, without further ado... Fuck a beat. I was trying to beat a case. Beat a case. But I ain't beat the the case, bitch. I did the race. I I usually mumble that little part, man. Yeah, stop mumbling, man. The people need to know. (laughs) All right, yeah. That same guy we rapping about is facing capital murder. Yes, he is. Um, He could possibly get the death penalty. He's getting tried as an adult for a crime he did when he was 17, I believe. I don't know. Yeah, talk about that. It's just, I don't think the music's helping his case. (laughs) 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 I'm going to be 100% honest, man. First of all, you in Texas, the odds are already against you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
for you to be making such music that makes people just look like okay he is this type of person and not to mention everything that he did while he released this music you know it just doesn't look good the, the way the, the current events are flowing it's not it's not a good look for him his fans probably love it because it's so real and you can see it you know real time but for him being a young man and going through all this shit it ain't gonna be good for him you see that's good but what did he do he killed two people i believe two <laughs> so what the hell you don't even know you understand these people don't know who the heck he is i mean if you listen to the old podcast i mean you understand. Yeah, i'm saying he killed no okay look look it was alleged that he had killed two people but right. that was a rumor it's only one okay he killed okay. one person i was possibly sure. mm-hmm. possibly allegedly excuse me that's what you gotta say mm-hmm. uh it was allegedly said that he did do that but i remember he fucked up this old white dude that right. shit was crazy mm-hmm. you feel me so and then they saying that it was a setup between these two females and it was a robbery or something like that so like i said he's possibly facing the capital punishment with this which is the death penalty because of these crimes mm-hmm. that he allegedly committed we don't know if it's true we don't know none of that stuff but guess what fuck a beat i'm just trying to beat the case but i ain't beat the case bitch i'm in the race and we're not glorifying him, but we like that song. And if he did this, I promise I will stop listening to that song on Sundays. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, without mean, further, okay, you gonna say something? What else you gonna say, man? No, no, that's it, man. You know, I, I hope for the best for the families and the victims of TK. <laughs> As you sing his song before the segment, right? <laughs> I just want to make it clear, man. No, we contradictory as hell, right? We're hella hypocrites right now. Yeah, at the moment. <laughs> Shout out. Anyway, um, without further ado. Man, don't you hate when people hide their shows from you? Hell yeah. Man, these binge browsers ain't shit. Ain't shit. You know who we are? The, the Woke Watchers. <laughs> You will not be able to stay home, brother. You will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on Skag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. Y'all like that, huh? Anyway. <laughs> brother. Oh, yeah. You know what songs, what, what shows I'm going to talk about today? What you talking about today? I know you ain't see Game of Thrones, did you? I do not watch Game of Thrones. Damn, you need to, man. You saw Power? No, I haven't seen Power. Either. You a lame, bro. You a lame. lame. I'm not. I'm not current with those shows. <laughs> what show? What show can you lay on the people, right quick? I'm gonna give you a down low. You know what I'm saying? A show that y'all probably don't even watch. Okay, what some show people is it, might what watch? Show? <laughs> it's on TBS. It's called Wrecked. Okay, I know about Wrecked. You know about Wrecked? Okay. Uh, for those who don't know about the show, it's a really good show. It's uh, a common theme of from the following TV shows in the past, where uh, basically they're stuck on a deserted island, okay, uh-huh. and uh, you know, everybody's just trying to find a way to survive and shit. But the twist with Wrecked is that they they kind of take a comedy spin on it, mm-hmm. so everybody's just kind of like freaking out. They're noticing like how much they depend. It's like on a comedy things. version of Lost, but shorter. Episodes. Right. Well, everybody noticed like they were so de- they were so depending on their cell phones. They were mm-hmm. so used to just being able to use the bathroom whenever they wanted. And it's kind of it's funny seeing them in an island and the way they just react and shit. And so much crazy shit happens. It's yeah, a really people good show. die in the island like crazy. It's a really good show. I I definitely recommend it. And then they also get 
uh, visited by some pirates that's keeping him hostage. I'm giving y'all a lot of information. I'm Spoiler. saying, I wasn't trying to spoil it for Spoiler him, alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So is, is there any other show you was watching? I mean, I thought you would tell them, like, why they should watch it. Is it, like, funny or something? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just went over there. But, yeah, this, like, is, yeah, this pretty... is Family Guy. It's funny as hell. It's like other cartoons. Oh, it's a, it's a really funny show. The, the the script on it feels original and fresh. It doesn't feel like it's played out, even though it's a, a theme that it's been done in the past. True. The way they're approaching it and the way they they, they uh, put flashbacks in between it and the way they put an actual story in it. I thought it was just going to be like, you know, comedy pretty much. Mm-hmm. They actually put a solid story behind it to make everybody's story intertwine. Mm-hmm. It's a really good show. I yeah, recommend I like it. it. I like it, man. I think it's after a plane crash, right? Correct. Okay, cool. Giving too much information. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway, Jive Turkeys. Um, I was watching Netflix the other day. What you was watching? I was watching Ozark. Ozark? Yeah, I heard man. about that show. Money laundering. Money, 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 money. This nigga just kept getting in trouble. He almost died. Well, all right, let me stop. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, but that's like the beginning of the show. Um, so Ozark is about a man who works at this job, which I don't know what it is. I think he's an accountant or something. Mm-hmm. But he, he does business, I believe. I think I believe he does business. He was doing good. At least he was well off enough to have like a nice home and everything. Not like a mansion or anything, but a good, decent family. Right. Like the American Dream type situation. It looks like the American Dream happened until his partner was doing some fucked up business on the side mm. and then one of the investors found out about it and this dude seemed to be badass like he uh works for a cartel or some shit like that and then he ended up shooting everybody killing he about to kill his ass too but buddy was like he just looked quick and he's like yo there's this part ozark where there's some good real estate and i can do this and wash the money he's like get me two or i think like two or four million or some shit like that so he had to scrabble up his own money to get these millions Damn. and yeah, he had to like liquidate assets, all that shit. People not getting paid, all that stuff, so he could live. You feel me? And then, meanwhile, uh, his wife was cheating on him. Damn. And she, he was watching the video, and he was just keeping quiet about the shit the whole time. So yeah, don't trust these bitches. Oh, I'm That's sorry. No, I'm sorry, story. ladies. I'm just like this lady. She deserved to be called that because she's yeah. fucked up. Like you know what I'm saying? She did that action, man. You know. Yeah, he had her on video. I'm sorry. Like she, he had her on video, legit, and she was like chilling. Like she was like, "Yes, honey, how you doing today?" Like you know, awesome. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't mm. even know unless he had video. Damn, that's fucked up. And she did this on the side, and she still see the nigga. Oh, wait, let me stop. Man, all right, too much spoilers. Spoiler alert. He has kids and all that stuff. What makes this show interesting is, number one, is Netflix. I like Netflix because I like what they do with their shows nowadays. Mm. Uh, the dislike about the show, they have this tint that's fucking depressing. I wish they showed more beautiful colors. I wish they kept it. But, all right, I have nothing to complain about. Um, beautiful scenery, beautiful picture. I haven't finished watched it yet, but it's a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. It's about money laundering. It's about washing that money. And, you know, I don't know what happens next. So until then, I'm going to spoil it for you guys later, pimping. Pimping, pimping. So, you know what I'm saying? Uh, is there anything else you wanted to touch before I give them that good game? You know what I'm saying? That good game. I was going to talk about the defenders, but I ain't watching yet. I ain't watched the whole thing yet. You feel oh, me? You ain't watching yet. Okay, I ain't cool. watching yet. You feel me? We're going to build on that. You feel me? So, so you're a Marvel fan? Definitely a Marvel fan. Uh-oh, uh-oh. All day, every day. You got dog. the best movies out, man. Popping. And my dog geeking out right now, man. Geeking. You geeking. So that's it for now? Man, that's it for now, man. You know what comes next? Definitely. Definitely.
So, you know I had to give them that good game. You get what I'm saying? Had to, man. So, pretty much, I'm going to always leave in this segment because I always want y'all to leave with something good. You see, the thing is, I'm trying to give you guys a lot, like nutrition. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Something you could absorb, you could keep. You get what I'm saying? Of course. And take with you. You feel me? So, every episode, I'm going to leave with a segment called Good Game. Say it again. Good Game. One more time. Good Game. Hell yeah. And this particular segment, um, I'm going to leave with probably a speech or not me personally. I might have some quotes here and there. Um, like uh, the quote I want to use for today is one key may play a note, but that one note is nothing compared to a symphony. Mm. Send to that real quick. You know what I'm saying? Okay, my fault. But with that being said, um. As of recently, I was listening to Maya Angelou, and I feel like she had some encouraging words that I want to share with you guys as well. So anything I'm listening to or anything that catches my attention, I'm going to end it off this way. Uh, I just want to say thank you for being patient. Thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the shares. Uh, anything you want to say, Chief? Like you said, man, thank you. Thank you, man. Love you guys so much. Thank you for saying your comments. Thank you for giving us your likes. Thank you for giving us your attention. I hope we can keep feeding you guys this knowledge and insight. Yes, feed you this knowledge and power. You know what I'm saying? Because the God is the force inside you, dog. My bad. We was listening to, <laughs> to uh, some powerful people earlier before this podcast. Hey, you, you get what I'm saying? Yo, Martin Luther King had bars, dog. Bars all day, man. Anyways, man, uh, thank you for listening. And then here is Maya Angelou. Please soak it in. Peace. Peace. Have a good day. Dr. King was a human being. He had a sense of humor, which was wonderful. It is very dangerous to uh, make a person larger than life because then young men and women are tempted to believe, well, if he was that great, he's inaccessible. And I can never try to be that or emulate that or achieve that. The truth is Martin Luther King was a human being with a brilliant mind, a powerful heart, and uh, an insight, and courage, and also with a sense of humor. So he was accessible. I mentioned courage, and I would, I would like to say something else about that, finding courage in the leaders, and in you who will become leaders. Uh, courage is the most impo important of all the virtues, because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You see? You can't be consistently kind, or fair, or humane, or generous. Not without courage, because if you don't have it, sooner or later you'll stop and say, ah, the threat is too much, the, the difficulty is too, too high, the, the challenge is, is too great. So I would like to say that Dr. King, while we know from all the publicity that he was brilliant and he was powerful, he was passionate and right, he was also a funny man. <laughs> And that that's nice to know. Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every 
every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day.